0: Hi, I'm Gavin Givinone, Professor of Neurology at Barts and the London School of Medicine and Dentistry, and I've done this uh, MS Selfie Research uh, newsletter to um, present to you the results of an analysis from a trial of inactive secondary progressive MS uh, with nataluzumab. So, this was called the ASEN trial. Now, this trial, well, this particular study is looking at peripheral blood serum neurofilament levels now neurofilaments are the proteins that are released from damaged or dying neurons axons and synapses these are the structural scaffolding proteins and when inflammation uh, in ms or other processes causes those neurons to die off they release their contents and they eventually end up in the peripheral blood and you can measure them Now, we know from other studies that raised durafilament levels in the peripheral bladder are a pretty good marker of active MS, in other words, inflammation. And they correlate very well with people who are having relapses or developing new lesions or enlarging lesions on their MRI scans. So they're kind of a surrogate for inflammation. Now, the big question is, as we move beyond inflammation, okay, to what we call, what I call smoldering MS, in other words, worsening that you can't. Uh, correlate with new inflammation. And this is, to me, probably the real MS, because in people who have no relapses, no MRI activity, are still getting worse. And there are many reasons why they get worse. So, what this study was, um, it took the patients from that uh, Nataluzumab secondary progressive or ACEN trial and it took the group of people who had no evidence of inflammation. So, these were study subjects. They had secondary progressive MS, quite advanced disease. Their disability scores were 6 or 6.5 in the majority. So they had quite a lot of damage to their spinal cords and they were on the verge of um, going into a wheelchair, for example. And these people, the group that didn't have any relapses or MRI activity, so these are what we would call inactive SPMS, were then analyzed and their neurofilament levels were measured in their blood. And uh, sadly, it didn't correlate with outcome. And this is a critical point because if it didn't correlate or predict worsening of disability, it's not a very good surrogate endpoint. In other words, it's not measuring MS. And so the conclusions of this paper is that peripheral blood neurofilament levels is a very poor biomarker of neurodegeneration or the smoldering component of MS. Now, I have a few um, concerns about making that assumption. The first concern is that neurofilaments are also released in normal people and they're released in proportion to how many nerve fibers or how many neurons or synapses you have. It's kind of what I would call a bulk marker. So everybody has neurofilament levels detectable in their spinal fluid or their peripheral blood. And as you lose nerve fibers and you get less bulk, your neurofilament levels will fall anyway, regardless of whether or not you've got degeneration or inflammation going on. And we've seen this. We've had quite a few people in our center we have got quite a lot of disability, advanced MS, and we lumbar puncture them, and we find incredibly low levels, levels way below the lower limit of normal. And uh, the only conclusion we draw that these people have lost so much of their spinal cord neurof- uh, uh, neurons and axons that the actual physiological or the normal release of neurofilament that occurs during normal biology <clears throat> drops because of the pool of neurons uh, is low. So this particular trial didn't... Uh, compensate for that. The other thing is neurofilament levels, um, or maybe an inflammatory biomarker, and relying on relapses and MRI activity may not be good enough. So there must be potentially other ways we can measure inflammation. That wasn't done in this study. And finally, uh, whenever you damage a tissue and you release proteins chronically over time, your own immune system responds and makes antibodies. So these would be, they're kind of auto-antibodies because they're making antibodies against a component of your own body. And we have shown in our laboratory, and other people have shown the same thing, is that people with MS make anti-neurofilament antibodies. And these are found in quite high levels in the peripheral blood. These bind neurofilament levels, and they trap them in what we call immune complexes, and they also cause the neurofilament levels to drop artificially low and get, and get taken up by... macrophages and scavenger cells to reduce the levels and this wasn't measured the anti-neurofilament antibody levels were not measured uh, because these may falsely lower this so there's a few caveats to these results but I think the overall conclusion is that just simple serum peripheral blood neurofilament light chain levels are not a good biomarker of smoldering inactive MS and we're going to have to think very deeply about where we go with this in the future I want to also stress that this does not refer to what's happening in the spinal fluid. Those uh, peripheral blood neurofilament levels are much more susceptible to these antibodies and other, other components, and we can't just assume that the spinal uh, neurofilament light chain levels um, are also affected in the same way. So I think it's a bit too early to throw out the baby with the bathwater, <clears throat> and we still need to keep neurofilament levels, particularly in the spinal fluid on the table, informing a a picture of what smouldering MS is about and they may still become a responsive biomarker or a biomarker that can be incorporated into maybe a composite outcome measure that looks at smouldering MS in a lot more detail. So I hope you enjoyed um, this. I think this is an important study because it will get a lot of discussion uh, in the MS community possibly on social media and other channels and I think it's important for you as people with the disease to understand uh, research like this. Uh, And the reason why I think and say that is because the MS community, particularly patients, have been dying for uh, the assay, the peripheral blood neurofilament assay, to become available so they can have it measured because the current thinking and the current dogma is that this is going to be a very useful test in clinical practice to be done, say, every three, six, twelve months to help your neurologists make a treatment decision about you. So in other words, if your levels are stable or low, do nothing, if they raised or going up, change your therapy or, ch- or add on therapy. And uh, the caveat from this study is, particularly in people with more advanced or progressive disease, that's unlikely to be the case. It's more likely to be helpful in early relapsing disease where we're using neurofilament levels as an adjunct to the MRI or the clinical examination in determining whether your MS is active.
1: Uh, Finally, I'd just
0: like to finish off by reminding you that I am uh, trying to get as many people who can afford to subscribe uh, to the MS uh, newsletter. I'm hoping to raise the uh, funds, or use the funds, to support the development of the MS microsite for people with MS. Please feel free to ask questions. I will try and address them, Uh, and if this post is of interest to you, let me know, Um, I will be... Doing more uh, research posts on the MSLF newsletter platform, simply because when I did that survey uh, earlier on in, uh, well, early on in December, there was a strong demand. I mean, it's almost 90% of people completing the survey uh, asked for research posts of this nature.